I know that whatever that I do in terms of through my books or through my videos or whatever that I create the online content, it, it will inspire someone. It will enrich someone's life. And that's, that's what really get me up. That's Daddy Tien and you're listening to episode 10 of the Super Dad Show. to the Super Dad Show. I'm your host, Jared Lestrange. Being a Super Dad is not about being perfect. It's about having a growth mindset and striving to become the very best version of ourselves. Each week, we interview our superhero guests about how they deal with the everyday pressures of being a parent, partner, and provider. We discover new ways to develop our real-life skills. We learn new strategies to help us to make massive growth. Subscribe now, listen in, and become an active part of our worldwide community of Super Dads. Now, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Today, we are joined on the Super Dad Show by Daddy Tien, a Timorese man who is on a mission to uplift our Kendu spirit, help us surmount our hurdles, and find a new sense of positivity we never thought possible. And... Considering the inspiring journey I know we are about to talk about, I think it's safe to say he is well on his way to achieving his mission. Eddie is the author of a new book, Procrastination, How to Get Inspired, Overcome Laziness, Boost Productivity, and Get Stuff Done. This is in fact his second book, both now available for purchase at www.dedytien.com for just $1. Now, I don't know about you, but I'd pay thousands to a coach to help me get rid of my procrastination. So please go ahead and make sure you download his book now. The first book that Deddy wrote, though, is called Inspire, an inspirational journey through the eyes of a Timorese boy. It is an honest account of his journey through life, his lessons, heartaches, trials, tribulations, and triumphs. And that's what we are drawing on today as we ask Deddy Tien 15 or more questions about his life today. Daddy, thank you so much for agreeing to speak to our listeners today on the Superdad Show. Thank you so much, Jared, for having me. It's, I'm so grateful to be here. That's great, and uh, we're very pleased to have you. Now, can you tell us, firstly, your wife just had your first child, is that right? A little girl called Gabriella Faith? Yes, yes. I uh, deliver uh, at the King's, King Edward uh, one week ago and um yeah it was a wow i i I went through the journey with her where i was just there and hold her hand you know what i I passed i passed out twice oh you passed out twice i I mean i mean that's crazy like the gas you were accidentally uh ingested (laughs) i don't know this is i just discovered my weakness like my weakness Mm -hmm. is like with blood like oh dear. as soon as oh, no. as soon as I, I saw this blood, my I was just yeah. hang. And then the 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 midwife come up to me and I say, please don't look, don't don't worry about me. Just go <laughs> after her. Uh, and then yeah, it was uh, yeah. But uh, oh, um, I'm so grateful that everything went well. And yeah. now and what did she weigh? Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Not too bad. It's, that's a that's a good weight. No. How's mum going now? How's mum? Mum, uh, your wife's name? Terrific. Rebecca Beck. 
Beck. Beck. Okay. Yes. Beck, yeah. yeah. And um, and you're home and you're settled in and oh my goodness, it's like we have a baby. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah. The, actually, this is my second one, so I kind of like know oh, what to child. expect. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a little yeah. bit know mm-hmm. what to expect. But um, oh, it's still beautiful. Uh, <laughs> still yeah, beautiful, man. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. And how is baby? Nice and healthy and feeding well. She's feeding well, nice and healthy. And I, I think last, like this last four, four or five nights, she's mm. like been trying really hard to tell the world that she, who is the boss. Like <laughs> she said, she's just been crying and like, mm. oh man, poor neighbors. They're like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> so I mean, she's <laughs> have they been over been... yet to have a home? <laughs> yeah, have, she's have you... yes. Yeah, have they been over for a hold yet? Do you have a lot of family and friends that have come around to see you yet? Yes, my uh, ma- mother-in-law, father-in-law, and um, they yeah they came over and look after the baby, and they're really you know happy, excited about uh, for us. So it's good, it's good. Oh, lovely, lovely. Well, from all of us, congratulations! If you're listening here today, what an exciting time to have another child in Daddy's family. So, yeah, it's a very exciting time in any dad's life. You must be over the moon. Over the moon, man, over the moon. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you, Jared. (laughs) Now, um, yeah, look, that makes me feel certain of a few of the answers in our interview today already. Um, You are the first to go through my new 15-question interview format. So there's some tricky (laughs) questions in here that I've sent you in advance. Are you ready, Daddy? I am ready. All right. (laughs) 15 questions with Jared on the Super Dad Show. Here we go. The first one, very easy. What makes you most excited to wake up to in the morning? Two things. One is the intention. So I have this intention to inspire and enrich others. Uh, and enrich. So my tagline is actually inspiring others and enriching lives. Beautiful. So these two things is the one that like sometimes keep me up in the night and also in the morning I'm really excited about uh, mm. you know really excited to to get up to because I I know that whatever that I do in terms of through my books or through my videos or whatever that I create the online content it it will inspire someone it will enrich someone's life and that's that's what really get me up and yeah get me really excited that's beautiful that's beautiful and the second one uh the second one contribution so the ability to be able to contribute to my family and my friends uh my parents uh, that's that's just that's just like uh, give me that juice juiciness i I don't know if that's even a word (laughs) juiciness yeah that sense of that's Yeah, yeah, that mm. sense of um, yeah, contribution to to my family, friends, and 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 the world. So, yeah. Wow. So, what are Daddy's three most defining moments in life to date? Awesome. So, I start with where I I came from. I was once uh, homeless, basically, uh, at the, because at the time. My mom and my dad were, they lived in the countryside and I decided to say, hey, you know what, well, here I don't have the, you know, there's no education, there's no stuff like that. So I said mm-hmm. to myself, you know, I need to 
get myself out of this situation. So, so I went to the, the city. However, in the city, a life, because I, I couldn't read that time, I couldn't read and write. So, because my mom and my dad, that's not their values, basically. They don't yeah, value sure. education. Mm-hmm, uh, they, mm-hmm. they, just, they just want me to actually just go and work hard in a field. And mm. that's it. That's it. That's, mm. that's all they mm. know. So I was in a uh, homeless, uh, in, in a city, but homeless. I was in a, and then I also lived in the most uh, dangerous place at that time. And I become, you know, surround myself with the people that is, you know, smoke and, you know, drink and all that. So, yeah. however, one day I, you know, I was so, I get to the point like no, no one's there, friends and family. I don't have friends and family at that time in that place. And so, uh, I was left with, you know, in that, in that situation. So I decided to go back to my country, the, my, my home, my place. Yep. And when I, <laughs> when I saw my mom, the first, like for like three years, I went, I went for three years and my mom was really, um, she was really excited to see me and give me a hug and kiss my, my sister, my mom, the same. But then they have this expectation. They have this expectation mm. that I am mm. a, a successful man because I've been, so I went to the city and, but they didn't, they, they have no idea that I'm not only broke, but homeless and have no friends and family in that yeah. place mm. at the time. So, so they have this expectation in my, in, in me that, Hey man, you've been to the city now you you got you, you came back to you know you come back home what, what do you bring you know and from that that's yeah. my turning point that first first my first turning point i say enough is enough i'm going to do whatever it takes to mm. to turn this around so wow so so that's my first turning point so that i say my mom was you know you know crying and then the the saddest thing is that i i don't even have enough money at that time to pay for the people who brought me to them like i mm. like they call it ojek at that time like bike so i i mm. had to hire a bike and he had he had to drop me yeah, to my mom and yeah. so my mom my mom had to promise him and said you know yeah, i will i will give you the money later and that mm, just mm. that just so put you know um, and so I that's my first turning point. I said this is it. Enough is enough. I have mm. to do whatever it takes to make this happen. To do whatever. So I went to I went back to the city and work yep. as a find a job, a normal job, and work as a a cleaner in a health and okay. fitness industry, health and fitness uh, mm, gym. Mm-hmm. Like I work mm-hmm. in the gym. Yep. So that's my first turning point. Yeah. And this is down, downtown Timor. Like, what, what, uh, where exactly was it that you had your first job as a cleaner? And, uh, and after that, like, that was your first job. Did you save like crazy and at the same time get into studying something? What was, what was your next yes. move? The boss or the, the manager in that gym, this, you know, because I was so de- dedicated myself or like what, willing to learn and, Mm. And I was just, you know, work really hard and you know, I stay mm. late and I don't really care that, you know, about the payment. I just say, I'm going to, you know, help you to, yeah. you know, run this business. And, and so he, he decided to say, daddy, let's, um, I want you to be the, the instructor. So 
like a floor instructor. It's not like personal trainer, trainer, but it's like a yeah, instructor. Overseeing yes. the people doing their program that has been produced by the personal trainers and cleaning equipment and uh, making sure that the gym's running smoothly, yeah? Correct, correct. And then from that, I so I start to learn in English because in Indonesia, although you you um, you learn, uh, you know, you teach people in, in Bahasa, Indonesia, but you have mm, to learn mm. the the. Mm the muscle language like yep. biceps, triceps, and, and back, you know, te- pectoralis major, you have to use English. So I was yep. oh, fascinated with English language. I was like, oh, okay. So, and then I start this, uh, develop this, uh, you know, I think interest to learn hmm. about English language. Yep. Mm-hmm. And from, from that, I uh, decided to come to Bali Mm-hmm. Um, live in Bali and work as a as an instructor, but I don't have any qualification. I just went there and I said, "Hey, this is my experience, and I know how to deliver, uh, execute, yes. and exercise, and all that." Mm-hmm. So they say, mm-hmm. "Okay." So I work as a health and fitness coach yep. in in Bali, and uh-huh. that's that's when I see the opportunity as well uh, here in uh, Australia, Australian mm-hmm. Institute of Personal Trainer. You you can become yep. a personal trainer through online course. Yes, uh, but you have to be in uh, Australia. So, yep. uh, basically, that's my 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 journey in 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 a health and fitness industry. Yeah, with without through you know university in university or school. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just yep. through experience. Yes. Yep. Okay. So I can pick out uh, you know uh, two there. One obviously being your childhood, where you went back and realised that you had to get your shit sorted out for the sake of your family and yourself. And then yes. obviously travelling once you had learnt English and um, becoming a, uh, a health and fitness coach. Uh, yes. You know, big big number two. Um, number three, pivotal moment. Uh, yes, number three. <laughs> number three. This is the big moment where my uh, my partner. Uh, actually, my my first partner. We we worked in the same industry at that time. We worked in the same mm. uh, gym in Bali. So yep. the gym that I worked for hired her from Perth to manage us, basically ah, to run the company. Cool. <laughs> yep, yep. So mm-hmm. so first time she basically, you know, I, I don't I don't know if I just make an assumption, but she she was mm. she was Italian lady. She was like, that guy is mine. So then. <laughs> So then we oh. <laughs> there you go. Get, get jiggy with the boss in her office, hey? <laughs> uh, and then and then we decided to hang out for six months uh, in Bali. We where we mm. man, it was just like beautiful uh, spot, heaven on earth, <laughs> beautiful it? spot to yeah to spend mm. time together. We went for our ten year anniversary last year, so I know oh, nice. what I've seen of Bali then, and uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Eh? It's, a, it's a really good place to spend uh, time with family and friends. It's mm. really beautiful. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, we... Um, mm. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. We, we spent time together for six months and suddenly uh, my first baby, my, we, 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 we accidentally, I don't know, we <laughs> pregnant and she was like, ah, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's it. Mm. Um, mm. From there, I was like, okay, I can't, I know that she, she's not, uh, Indonesian, like Australian. So, yeah. from there, for, from there on, I applied for Astro, uh, the certificate four first in the yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Australian. 
yep. to be able to work, work, come here and work and all that. Yeah, so yeah. I've got the same yeah, qualification. Point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, you with, with them as well, Australian Institute of Fitness? Uh, Australian Institute of Fitness, it was called. Um, ah, okay. With, um, yeah, yeah. So I did that uh, 15 years ago when it wasn't wow. such a quick online course. I had to get in there and, and do it all, but I still learnt so much more on the job than I ever could learn through a course. So, of course, that's how I've got myself to where I am today with my with my main career and main way of paying the bills, which is, you know, um, a healthy lifestyle coach. Um, yes. But, look, what I want to know more about is you're in Australia, you're in Perth at that stage, are you? Yes, yes. Yes. How has being from a non-English speaking country and settling in Australia changed you and how is it different than if you had been born here? The one word that I would describe as an outsider come here Mm -hmm. is opportunity. Mm -hmm. Opportunity, like I see it everywhere. As an outsider, man, I I am so grateful like to Mm. be here in this in this Mm. beautiful country. Mm. Like you can you can be, you can have, you can do whatever you want in this beautiful country. Like mm. uh, people like me, like have no education, have no, yeah. never been to school, never been to yeah. any, any of that, but mm-hmm. the country still look after you by yeah. uh, provide some, you know, provide a, yeah. a lot of, yeah. lot of benefit. Yeah. Like I was, mm. that's, that's like what, you know, yeah. uh, something that I'm really grateful about the, this beautiful Absolutely. country. Yeah. And how is it different than if, if I had been born here? Um, I might not see the opportunity that like because if if I if I were to born here and then my parents and my mom and my dad just keep giving me things I would be like oh, that's it I I won't have the ambition that I have like write a book <clears throat> contribute more to my family to my friends and be able to help the you know world to live in a you know peaceful or you know compassionate with mm. I I would wouldn't have that dream if if I, I don't know, if, I, if everything just give, because I will take yeah. it for granted, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Would you agree that probably a core message behind what you now do is to share just how grateful people born in Australia or born in first world countries should be for their existence? Yeah, I mean, yes, Matt, like, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful country. Like in, in my country where it's a, every man for himself, like everybody just take, take things and they don't care about you, you know, mm. but here, because it's the government is really well organized in terms of like, you know, even my, with my the experience that I went through with my baby, you know, mm. the, the midwife, the people like just so caring, like in, in where I came from, I, they don't, they don't do that. Like you can, yeah. This is like VIP kind of, so I'm so grateful. I just felt so grateful that, you know, um, to be here and this beautiful country. So, yeah. Wow. If you had all the time and all the money you personally needed to live your greatest dreams and you gave it everything you could, what would you do? What, what I'm doing now, Matt, that's it. I wouldn't do any, anything different. Be a, uh, if I have all the money, all the the things that I'm doing now, which is inspiring others and enrich their lives through the to providing a valuable content that mm. yeah that can enrich wow. their lives and uplift their yeah beautiful beautiful 
How good's that? <laughs> Simple answer. <laughs> I'm doing it already. Thank That's you. beautiful. So you can take this wherever you want. You can take it as you want. What wouldn't you ever do? Trading time for money, mate. That's it. Uh -huh. Just okay. I know this is maybe shock for you, but right. this is it. Uh -huh. Because I work at four, four, three jobs actually at Coles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know in Brisbane, do you guys have calls, right? <laughs> we do. <laughs> do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In uh, uh, bricklaying, I work as a labor and also PT. Now, because I'm trading time for money, man, I, I don't have time for my family, my friends, my hobbies, all just gone. I was just work from nine, I, 5 a.m. till nine, uh, till, till 11, till, because night filler. I work oh my as goodness. a night filler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Till eleven, you you can imagine that that is crazy oh, because that's I was crazy. Yeah, but then it's but no then way I, to live as a dad. <laughs> exactly, my that's just no way. And then you know what? Uh -huh. I work from Monday till Saturday, mm. and Sunday Sunday sometimes I still work in the night time in the cold Sunday. Cold you cold, like, Sunday you mow the lawn and <laughs> do all of those jobs. <laughs> oh my goodness! So no that's way, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah no way. Yeah. So but how long did I, this go on for? Would you say you did you did your three jobs and you did those hours? Yes, it's like two years, something like that. And it was just not a pleasant experience that I went through. Mm. I got the yep. money there, but then I don't have the life, you know? Mm. And so I have this, I come across this thing called, hey, you can, you can provide value and you can create, you know, passive income. And so my dad, my, my partner, uh, we, we actually have a business in network marketing as well. And, um, Mm -hmm. So we had, we learned, we learned this concept. So I was like, okay, how about if I develop my own products? And I, I, because I'm passionate about write, write books and learn and read and, and mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. I say, why, why don't I just create the products? And I know that yeah. I help a lot of business owners. I'll help a yeah. lot of business owners in terms of their health, their mm -hmm. mindset. So I'll learn yep. about their, their behavior around procrastination. So that's why mm -hmm. I create the, that products procrastination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can I tell you, we've, we share a very similar story in that because of the personality that I was to make it as a personal trainer, um, yes. you know, because of the jobs that I had had up to the moment where someone headhunted me to go into network marketing, I've mm -hmm. been through lots of different companies and I've got some great training and connected with some fantastic people. And that's why I would recommend it to a lot of people. But for me, I wanted to believe in the product that I was selling because it was branded to my own empire moving forward, you know? So yes. I've gone in search of the right products and services and people to work with me rather than work for someone else building their business. So that's yes. the, that's the path that I've taken to build my own, you know, outside of network marketing as such. Um, yes. But you know, the, the level of personal and professional development that you receive as part of a network company, a uh, network yes. marketing company is fantastic, isn't it? Fantastic. Yeah, man. I learned, I basically learned everything around bis in business through network marketing and, and, mm. and it's a, uh, I don't have like to have to go to uni to actually yeah. <laughs> learn all this because well, it's all in within that, you know, but we, yeah, for those, yeah. yeah. If we have a look at, um, if you Google the word network and you get all of those those diagrams, pictures that come up and you've got you and then you've got branches and branches and branches and branches, you think about all the connections that you've made in your life. You think about that's your whole network of influence and you want to keep expanding it, don't you? You want you to be 
um, sort of at the center with branches going off everywhere or at the top with branches going everywhere um, of people who know who you are and, and um, you know, care about you and you care for them. And, and uh, yeah, yes. just the word network, I think, is a great word, isn't it? Yeah, love it. Yes, yeah. So yeah. what I wanted to ask you as well is um, what are three things you are most proud of? One is my dad. I am so proud of him in terms of his quality as a human being. He, mm. he, he has developed this quality where I actually strive to, to possess. He, in, his, he, in his lifetime, I never heard any word of complaint. Mm. And he always wow. have, the ad, uh, have had the attitude to get things done. Like he, he wants to mm. get his finger to anything in his life to get, get it through. Um, mm. I, I'm proud because he, he basically brought it's nine of us on his own in the middle of nowhere in the desert. And he's still going. Uh, and um, that, that uh, kind of quality that I kind of like want to, to have. So I'm proud of, proud of him. And then mm. my mom. My, role model. Yeah, great role model. And my mom was a uh, very kind and generous and you know she 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 will give you any anything uh for other people even if that's mean sacrifice you know herself in terms of mm. like not having enough in her in her family but she would willing to help others mm. to give like bread and rice i i used to remember mom just keep giving if we have more like in terms of rice or uh, food, she would just like go to the neighbor and hey, you know, do you want? Because my dad is like hard worker, so he he provide for us at that time. So mm, we mm. kind of like you know that in, enough at that time. But then, mom mom have the attitude of giving and humble. So yep. that's what I'm proud of. Proud of yeah. her. Yeah. And and last one, yeah, the third one is my my partner, my partner, current partner that I'm that I'm with. Uh, I'm yep. so proud in terms of uh, uh, willingness to, to work with my, my, my things, like my shit. Mm. I, is, mm. that, is that all right if I use that word? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Wearing I, is a I, very important part of a super dad's vocabulary. Awesome. <laughs> so basically, she is just going through a lot, like she's staying strong, you know, um, with my, my staff and help me and also help me with my English. So mm-hmm. it's really, really good. I'm, I'm so proud of her. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. And must I say, I know that you get up on stage and deliver a message now, and uh, and I think you yes. are um, very articulate and obviously growing uh, every day in your expertise in that area, aren't you? <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. So what is one of the greatest lessons you've learned from one of your biggest mistakes? Okay. So the greatest lesson that I've learned uh, is in a relationship, me and my, uh, my ex. So obviously we've we've been through, you know, divorce. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's I consider that consider that as a, my biggest mistake and and also lesson. There's a lesson in it. So mm. the lesson that I've learned through that relationship is being available so lesson one is the 
is being available in, in terms of emotionally to yeah. your partner, to yeah. your partner. So mm-hmm. I, I now I actually you know do it in a, my current rea- my current relationship is to be mm-hmm. available to them, not about mm-hmm. available just physically, but actually emotionally. Like when they yeah. talk, when they yeah. engage with you, you really want to yeah. be with them, engage in that. So yeah. and then second yeah. one is is reliable. So I, I wasn't in my last. Uh, my first relationship, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, rela- reliable or available because yeah. I just work and not, my, 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 she, she, she can't count on me. Like, you know, there's no, so the first thing is that you, I would lesson that I've learned is to actually being available emotionally and physically. Mm-hmm. And second is reliable. You want yeah. to let her know or him know that you they can count on you and the last one is the lesson that i've learned it's to engage yeah, engage with them no matter what like I, sometimes with my partner current partner i just walk if mm. I, I give her a kiss and i touch her mm-hmm. and to just to just let them know that you you're yeah. there with them engage with yeah. them so that's the lesson yeah. the biggest lesson that i've learned from my failure in my first yeah. relationship Hmm. So let's unpack that a little bit more because what I hear is something which is a common trait for men and that yes. is their ability to withdraw from a relationship to the point that it ruins the connection because they're going through all their shit in their own head by themselves. Yes. Is that right? And is that what you yes. felt was happening to you because of the financial stress, because of the work hours, because of feeling like an impatient dad or yes. partner when you got home? I know with my wife, she wants to talk at night about finances. She wants to talk at night about our days and sort of unpack everything that's going on for us. And mm. I'm tired at that stage, you know, like I'm, I'm well and truly open to a bit of a romp before bed, but I'm not really into a deep and meaningful conversation late at night when we finally got the bed, uh, the kids to bed and it's been a stressful time in the first place doing that, you know. Mm. So yes. like, um, yeah, within your relationship now, how is that le- lesson? showing up for you like how is your relationship different now yeah so the strategy that i use is i just do all i can if i have things going on in my head which is a lot like stuff in my head and i keep thinking and keep doing things while in front of her or sometimes i i, I hold my phone mm-hmm. in front mm-hmm. of her while she's talking and i was like and then the strategy that i use is i use this uh, question i use daily mm-hmm. I ask myself the question, I say, Daddy, are you available right now? I, are you reliable? Uh-huh. Are you engaged? And I ask, I just mm. simple, <laughs> keep asking myself, are you actually available to her right now? No. If not, mm-hmm. I just keep, keep uh, put my uh, phone down and I just like, just look yeah. at her and she's talking and talking and talking. I, I, I just keep mm. listening. And then I try to engage like tennis. If you have, heard the principle of tennis, like where you serve and return. If, mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if in a conversation, all you do is just serve, 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 not, no return, then there's no, you know, uh, there's mm-hmm. no game. So mm-hmm, in, my, mm-hmm. in, my, in my, the strategy that I use is I, I, to remember is to remember this, this game of tennis where yep. my partner serve, 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 and I, I return now and then but i just keep return which means mm-hmm. engage engage with her yeah. and acknowledge mm. acknowledge uh her you know what what she said is yeah. valid rather than just yeah. pointing oh yeah 
when yeah. in my first relationship might oh man uh, i i really hate that person if i look back that my first relationship i was just a nightmare to deal with like if you talk mm. to me like in a and my partner talked to me i was just like walk off and i was like you know i i don't really give a shit <laughs> it, that kind mm. of attitude mm. yeah and yeah. it's not mm. really safe and then you know what at the end we did, we 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 break up we separate and i'll say yeah and why why but that's because my attitude was poor but mm. now i learned the lesson that you you cannot treat treat you know another human being like that you have to actually respect them if they're talking even if they're talking something that is not your thing it's a woman thing I, i would just like okay yes and yes and try to engage and keep return the the deserve so yeah that's the strategy man I, that i use absolutely and i really like that uh, that metaphor what came up for me is that so often we are hitting back too hard or or we're serving too fast in the first place towards our partner um yeah. and yet there is no competition between you and your partner you're trying to have the longest rally possible about yes. uh, and and play your best game best game yes yeah yeah, um, yeah i love that just, we should we should write a book about that mate eh? i think so i think that would be really <laughs> yeah. topic to topic to write about yes yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> so next question when do you feel most yourself Wow, that's a really good question. Um <laughs> when when, mm. when do you feel of, most yourself? Do you feel most yourself when you are one-on-one with a client in your office or or face-to-face in a coffee shop? Do you feel most yourself when you are cradling your new baby and and uh you know, snuggling with your wife and other child in bed you know what are what are the things that make you feel most yourself right now oh man yes <laughs> with with my baby with my baby when i hold her this child in me just come out naturally and i was just Beautiful. so i don't really mm. care what's uh what's uh, what's going around me i was mm. just so into with her with my baby yeah. and so that's that's when i i am in a most happiest and mm. myself most mm. yeah yeah, with- yeah. <laughs> what's uh, the number one area relationship parenting career money health spirituality happiness or fulfillment that you have grown and evolved the most in lately money Let me oh, that's a great one to grow in. We always want to be growing in that area, but it doesn't happen very often. Tell us about that. Oh, uh, yeah, more than happy, mate. So, so my partner and I, we yeah, like most people, we have trouble or uh, with have you know financial difficulties, you know. So, mm-hmm. and my dad was sick, and my mom keep you know sending me a text and say, "Hey, your dad is sick," and all this. So, and I I come, I, I remember what. Tony Robbins I think said that you have to be resourceful you know you know being resourceful rather so I sit down and I say okay how can I make this happen how can I mm. so a friend of mine introduced me to this thing called crowdfunding okay I see mm-hmm. my book mm-hmm. is there I need to mm. publish that book I see yeah. that my dad is need help and I see my financial situation that also need help so I'm like mm. okay how how can I put this thing together 
okay, I'm, go- I'm about to publish my book. Obviously, there's a, there's a cost, there's an editing, there's an all that that I need to go through in order to publish the book. And mm-hmm. okay, my dad also sick. How can I put this together into something that, you know, be able to provide value to people at the same time I have the benefit? So, and my parents have the benefit as well. Yeah, that's the intention. The, the intention was for for me to provide a value, plus mm. the uh, benefit for my my dad. So I say I put yeah. publish my book to help my dad. So that's yeah. the title. And people, friends, family just come and just draw. Just give all this money, like mm-hmm. fifty, five hundred. Uh, sorry. $120 and I was like and then this money just come, keep flowing in I was like wow and so I direct the, find, the, find the funds to my dad direct that to the, the cost of publishing the books and yep. then mm-hmm. and so it's just being resourceful and that's the first thing I the first lesson that I learned in money that you you, you can actually just being resourceful and now the books out there and then my friends and family that invest the one that invest on uh publish my book to help my dad now they they download the books and they mm-hmm. they read it so it's like double so it's exposure to the books at the same yep. time if you, if you know what I mean so it's the it's the very first thing in May that I'm really grow and understand about uh, you know how the money in terms of money works and when you ask People can people people genuinely mm. kind and caring. Yeah, they will yeah. they will help help. So yeah, that's what I so, learned. Daddy, I got a question yes. for you. What did you base the price of your book off? Because I don't think that one dollar or whatever it is that you're um, selling it for on your website right now or on on Amazon, the Kindle version. I saw it was uh, one dollar for the procrastination, and your own book was. Um, yeah, what what was that as well? Three dollars, the- three dollars, three dollars, and which is what, uh, two two dollars two two ninety nine cent uh, in um, US dollars, which so is that seems ridiculous, mate, for a, for a great book. <laughs> Thank you, mate. So uh, the main uh, the, uh, my intention is to be able to create uh, some uh, the value and for people can reach uh like twenty one dollars if they can but it's mm, it has mm. so much value and yeah rather than you know they have to go into yeah. three thousand dollars to just learn things that you sure. know but so I, I look, you know yeah yeah i know yeah i i know that and you've got your coaching and everything like that how do you mm. get paid to do what you love so two two things at the moment that i've got paid for do what I love. One is obviously with uh, PT. I have uh, high-paying clients with uh, with a PT, which is one mm-hmm. on one. And and then the second one is I got paid for you know run a workshop and uh, seminar. So basically, if I want to talk on the topics of procrastination, how to overcome procrastination, I do that. And also, I got paid by helping business owners accelerate in their business through mindset and movement. So I help them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, because my my beliefs is that if you have if you have energy, then it will take care of everything. So, but then if you have energy, but if you don't have mindset that set the structure and you know implementation all that then there's no points so i help the business of so basic my what are the people that i work most 
uh, is the business owners. Yep. So I help them in their health and also in their business. So that's what I've got get paid for. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Whoa, that's a good question. Um, what would you do if you, uh, wow. Um, same, same answer, I guess, <laughs> do what I am doing now. Keep adding, uh, add value to, to the world. And mm-hmm. So do you want to be existence. on a stage similar to Tony Robbins? Do you want to go global with your message and your books? Yes, yes. You, that's you, my you could not fail to be as big as Tony Robbins in this world. Would you want it? I would. I would actually go in the next step, basically, over that. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> next step. <laughs> okay. you, you know, you know, <laughs> you, you know that saying that anything is possible, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. don't compare myself with anyone because I, I believe in our uniqueness. I love your your work. I love how you you know do things, and I, I really love. And you have the you know, Jared, you've got this, you know, just persona in you that people can just resonate with. I can just connect with you like like this, like what we're doing. So you have the uniqueness. You, I have my unique. Yeah, I have my uniqueness. Tony Robbins has his, his um, in someone's world, Tony Robbins could be one of the greatest and someone, another person in his word, I am, hmm. could be the, you know. So for me, like, I don't say it that way, but I see it like, how can I inspire this person? How can I add value to their life? And how can I contribute more to the, to the mm-hmm. humankind, basically, to yeah. the world? And yeah. the fame and then the, the stage, it will come as the results of me provide value well, to, to, to the world. I just had a great revelation. Neither of us will fail to find our tribe. Nah, no, <laughs> yes, no way. Yeah, your tribe will come. <laughs> you That's won't fail. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So how can our listeners get in touch with you, Daddy? Uh, through my website, www.daddytn.com and also my Facebook page, DT Coaching. Uh, if you guys sub- subscribe to my website, um, you will get e- uh, free eBooks. At the moment, I work on confidence book called confidence how to overcome mm-hmm. soci- uh, social uh, fear because a lot of people have this an- anxiety and fear around speak publicly and i mm. basically help them how to present also with confidence present themselves with confidence yeah. mm. so they will get that ebook for free and um, so yeah through my website uh, facebook yeah subscribe to my uh, uh email list yeah 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 absolutely well daddy i look forward to reading your books so that we can discuss them further i I would feel like a hypocrite if we shared that with our listeners without them going out and reading the book first so that we can unpack it further (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so look uh final question for today any last thing you would love to share with the listeners of the super dad show as a dad three things that i would like to share to the listeners is that being available to your kids and I'll see you on the next episode of the, the super dad show and a happy you know mm. life and be last the second one is to you know let them know that they can count on you which is reliability reliable 
and last one is the engage. Um, I think that's all. Uh, if you, if you Beautiful. Can, you know, and then it, you can do that not only with your partner, but with your kids, partner, co-worker, friends. So, yeah. Well, they are true qualities of a real-life super dad, a super dad who has a growth mindset and is striving to become the very best version of themselves. Daddy TN, you are certainly a super dad. Congratulations on the birth of your second baby daughter and thank you so much for joining us on the super dad show today you're welcome thank you thank you jared it's been great mate we will chat soon i look forward to reading your books and for anyone listening right now make sure you go to www.dedytien.com